0: Hey everyone, welcome to Post Cutter Brews. This is the podcast where we do a review while drinking a cold brew. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we are going to continue our string of Marvel content. We are reviewing Disney Plus's latest hit, drama, comedy, whatever you want to call it, series, Loki. Wow! (laughs) Yeah, so I mean it's, you know,
1: Loki's been out for a bit. Like, Like we said in the last episode, we're sort of just kind of playing catch up now just with what... We've been watching over the summer, so yeah, I mean, here we are, you know, I've been kind of excited to talk about this. I know we, you know, John did a really good job doing those weekly recaps, so um, you check that out at the blog, uh, postcreditbrews.blogspot.com, and uh, yeah, just sort of see what his thoughts are on it, but we'll talk about it now, too. Every time I say the com, I always am like preparing to say .gov for some reason. <laughs> Dot .gov? I don't know why. <laughs> That's more acclaim. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimacy. <laughs> but uh, So before we jump into you know our thoughts on Loki, we do have a local beer
0: for today. Yeah, so we're drinking the Clow Walker from Victory Brewing Company. And I don't know how this has any relation to Loki, but... I'm excited to try this one. Some space,
1: rel- I guess, you know. I was going to say, wasn't he that famous, um, who's that, D.B. Sweeney or something? D.B. Yeah. Cooper? Who is he? That guy that jumped out of, Cooper. remember the first episode? Yeah. Oh, right, right. They show in the trailers. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, well, it's very, very distant.
0: Yeah, so we made a mix and six right before vacation, and we kind of just forgot about it. So we're going to try to knock these ones out real quick. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we're just going to go right for it. Yeah, as we always do here at the mm-hmm. podcast, the post-credit beer crack. Yep. Jeez. Up while it's cold, ladies.
2: Have you guys had this one before? No. No, I have not had this. This one's yet. good. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that is really good.
2: Victor, I mean, Victory has a lot. Like their new Brotherly Love, I like that one a lot.
0: Hazy Juicy IPA. That is good. Sorn for beyond hazy, this dry-hopped, hazy, juicy IPA explodes as tropical and fruity notes float through cloudy formations to elevate hops to the highest pedestal. Oh, to the highest pedestal. Sorry, I was never hooked on fongs as a kid. I was like, I think I might want to correct.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I like this one. I, I you know, I... It kind of tastes like a blue moon a little bit. Nice simple can. There's a nice citrus
0: finish on this one. Yeah, I like the aircraft on there, dying to space. Have That's you like... been to Victory ever? No, we were gonna take you there for your it's bachelor really party, nice. but because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Victory Victory's a cool fun. place to go. We should yeah, all go there. I would like to go there.
1: Yeah, that Evil Genius. I want to go to. Yeah, Me the too. food is really good too.
2: Yeah, Victor, Victory. Like it's almost more like a restaurant. Yeah, kind of. but yeah. I mean, obviously the focus is the beer. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm gonna give this a four out of five brews. This is really good. This is give, getting a four from me too. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah I think I'd get four and a half. I think you on can this drink one. this
0: any any day of the week, any day of the year.
2: Oh yeah. And I mean it. At six point, what's this? Six point eight percent. But it, I mean, it doesn't feel too heavy.
1: No, no, yeah. Somebody, you, you said that David tastes like a blue moon a little
0: bit. Yeah, I, I would agree
2: with that.
1: Yeah.
0: The the citrus after notes is what's really getting at me. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, overbearing, not, like, too strong. No, no. Like, this is hands halfway done already. Yep. I just had, like, three big sips out of it. Yeah, like, you forget,
1: like, it's a hazy, juicy IPA. I like the hazy IPAs. <laughs> I think they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the word IPA usually scares me, but... This not, is not, good. That scares me. That sounds kind of weak. Intimidates it, like, you? It, it just kind of, like, I kind of turn my
2: back at it. Like Yeah. Don't, like, yeah. Don't, like, don't really care for them. It's, like, a connotation that, like, an IPA carries. I yeah. Guess. It's, like, heavy. It's not for everyone. Yeah. I think of, like, my face went like, oh, this is gross.
0: Mm -hmm. But uh, this is good. And just as a general PSA, don't drink and drive. Don't be a fucking idiot. No. Yeah. Stay safe. And, uh, yeah, definitely. And
1: back to our regularly scheduled programming.
0: WandaVision. (laughs) WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I will say, I think this is better than WandaVision. I'll give you my initial thought right now. I I think this is probably the best of the three that we've we've gotten. Mm -hmm. It's... I think Loki, in my opinion,
2: is the most entertaining show. Like, if I have to go back and watch one right now, I might go Loki. But I think WandaVision overall is their... I think think it's their best show.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah, and I I think we can all sort of agree that Loki and WandaVision were better than Falcon Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm giving Loki the slight edge over WandaVision. I feel like... I, WandaVision, like, some of those earlier episodes I felt like were kind of just a slog, but I felt like it, like, finished pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Loki, I, I sort of felt a similar way, but it was just there was less episodes. But I, I thought Loki finished... I mean, I mean, I think Loki... You know, this is what's connecting to so much more with Phase 4, which I thought was really cool.
0: Yeah, I, I would... I'd say WandaVision and Loki both were better mm-hmm. just because of what they offered for the future of Marvel. Yeah. And I think Cap. Falcon Winter Soldier was more of a closure mm-hmm. and, I guess, more tying of loose ends with yeah. the whole Captain America storyline. Mm-hmm. And now with the news as of this recording that Sam is coming back for Captain America 4 officially. Saw that, yeah. So, yeah. I wouldn't go back and take that much away from that.
1: And and I like with that too, Dave, because I think all these shows, just from all the examples you just gave, it's like they're all moving in a certain direction, whether it's, you know, yeah, how Falcon Winter Soldier ended or WandaVision <laughs> ended. I I think, and I was just thinking this, I I think the way that Loki ended, that's what I wanted from WandaVision. You know, I, I wanted to see, you know, Reed Richards show up, him be the scientist, and then you find out they're pretty much just trolling us. Right. You know, just small things like that. And I think WandaVision delivered on some pretty cool, like, cliffhangers and, you know, things for the future. But I feel like the way Loki ended, it's just like... I, it's hard for me not to think that that's going to connect to so many other things in like future movies. So,
2: and I mean to Loki's credit, I mean like I think what WandaVision did was like it really made me care for those characters more than like I really thought to. Like Wanda's always just supporting and Vision too mm-hmm. in those movies. They're cool, but they never really get the spotlight. And yeah, a lot of people really love Loki, but he was never my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I think I really liked him a lot more and understood him a lot more
0: after the show you know Mm -hmm. the six episodes yeah yeah well let me ask you guys do i was skeptical about when i heard it was announced like did were you worried at all about hiddleston having carrying the whole show by himself
1: so that was my like even after those first two episodes i was like at least in my mind i wasn't super like sold on hiddleston like selling it but i thought he had really good like chemistry with owen wilson so that's where yeah But I wasn't, like, I don't know, I've never really, outside of Loki, I've never really been sold on him too much. But, I mean, I thought it finished pretty, I thought it it ended well, so.
0: Yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway, at least, was the end of that. But I just think the writing and the whole concept of it all was so well done. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't think I, I would get hooked on to it as much as I as I did.
2: I mean, I think one thing with Loki, especially when you kind of consider all the time travel and mm-hmm. the portal and all that, that it does, I mean, they went and got the showrunner Michael Waldron, who's, like, worked on, like, Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. which, I mean, that show that has its, like, super fans, and, I mean, it really deals with all that kind of stuff. He's a smart choice for something like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what did you guys think of the new characters that the show brought in? You know, whether it be Owen Wilson's Mobius or... Uh, Sophia DiMartino, Sylvie,
1: liked Mobius. I liked Sylvie too. I didn't have an issue with her. I
0: thought she like played off Hiddleston pretty well too. I think we needed a little bit more background from the supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Like there was, you got a little bit of it with Owen Wilson's character where he talked about his love for jet skis, and mm-hmm. then you kind of find out that like he was a person, and his life was just taken away, and you saw a little glimpse of. Of that woman as a kid getting taken and Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, you find that out like maybe the last episode before the finale. Mm-hmm. It's like I the whole time I'm like, do I feel bad for these people or not? Like I don't know. I, I kinda wanted more from the supporting characters. And at I least background wise. Yeah. The, the thing you gotta
2: consider with Loki that obviously we didn't really know until it ended was that it's the only show so far that we know is aside from what if, which is currently on, that we know is getting a second season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think WandaVision or Falcon the Winter Soldier are going to, but, I mean, Loki is confirmed, so I imagine we'll be seeing these characters again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, John, is, like, yeah, we'll we'll probably get some more from Owen Wilson and, you know, Sylvie and all that.
2: But they almost, I, I mean, I can kind of see your point, I mean, especially, like, Mobius, like, I mean, he... He doesn't really do much in, like, the last... I mean, I don't even think he, He's barely in the last episode. Yeah. He kind of gets a decent amount to do in the fifth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really give him too much to do. Yeah. In the middle. but I think least. he makes
2: the most of when he is there. Yeah.
1: I remember when I... When the show started, somebody described... And I thought it was kind of, like, cool to hear that. And I know... Marvel usually does that, and... Sometimes, like, they follow through with it, and sometimes it's just sort of like a shoulder shrug. But I liked how they described, like, the relationship between Loki and Mobius as, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks and Catch Me If You Can. Oh, sort right. of like, Ellen Wilson as Tom Hanks and, mm-hmm. you know, Mobius or Loki as Leo. But I, I thought that was cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I like their relationship, but I-, I would agree with that. Where, like, I'm- I think they, like... They promised a lot in the beginning, and then I don't necessarily think they delivered on, like... I mean, I I swore we were going to see a scene with him on a jet ski. That would be funny.
0: (laughs) You know? Maybe we still... We we,
1: we may in season two,
0: but... Am I the only one that caught on? I actually read Kevin Feige even said in an interview, like, we did not get an Wilson wow once in the entire season. I saw something on that. Did we definitely not? We definitely didn't get one. I wasn't trying to pick up on it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Maybe he's trying to, like, branch off of that.
0: Well, I was, uh, was kind of shocked when I saw he got mm-hmm. casted for more of them. This really isn't in his wheelhouse at all. Yeah, yeah. He's just doing like a slapstick comedy with Vince Vaughn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean we haven't seen too much of Owen Wilson recently. Yeah, so this was cool.
0: We doing a father figures retrospective. <laughs> <laughs> Simmons. Well, you've seen a lot of like comebacks now. Like I think Owen Wilson's on the comeback trail. Brendan mm-hmm. Fraser's coming out of the woods yeah, now. Yeah. We'll yeah, Brendan Fraser's coming back <laughs> hard. Yeah.
1: So I, I guess we have to talk about the you know I, I guess the big the big ending of the show. what is that so obviously Kang the Conqueror, but I guess in the episode they refer to him as He Who Remains.
0: Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Which so it's t- clearly the variant of Kang the Kung or Kang or Kang Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean that's a whole big thing. The variants and yeah, just yeah. yeah. So he's definitely is a variant. And I think that's going to be you know major moving forward. Whether it's you know. We think all the Spider-Men are going to be in the Spider-Man No Way Home, and I imagine variants is how they're going to explain it, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I think they're saying he's, like, the variant, they don't call him this, but I think it's, like, a mortise, which they say is, like, the least, like, evil variant of Kang, which is, like, why he doesn't really do anything too bad, like, in the finale, but, you know, obviously we know we're going to see him in the third Ant-Man, and, like, yeah. I'm sure he's going to be a full-on villain there. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see how he'll tie into that. That's an interesting one to bring yeah. him into.
0: I was reading some funny of it's. It was, it was uh, and this is spoilers if you haven't seen the movie yet. Scarlett Johansson, Marvel just created these variants to, so they could bring you back into the into the cinematic universe, and then you just burn their bridge just by like sewing Disney and like trashing them completely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the
0: variant. <of> her. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was just thinking though. Yeah, that that is an interesting choice for him to be the villain in the next ant-man movie but i was thinking too i could see it being something like you know how like the the quantum realm pretty much was like the was pretty much like the solution in endgame i could also see like that kang just like just completely like destroying it or something yeah so like yeah i could see that coming in. and that. then yeah. yeah but um yeah i mean we'll see i mean i i thought jonathan major's Played it really well. I I really don't know much about like I've seen Jonathan Majors in just the pilot for Lovecraft Country. I saw him in Defy Bloods and like White Boy Rick. But I mean, I know he's a really like big like up and coming actor. But
2: I think he's going to be the opponent in Creed three. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So he's got a lot on his plate.
2: Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't think Kang. I hope I'm hoping at least he's not like a one and done villain. No, I mean he's yeah. the next closest thing they're probably doing to like Thanos. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: Um, but I thought he was good. I mean, like I said, like I've never really—I knew he was a good actor, but like I didn't—I've never really seen him in much. And I, I thought he played it pretty well. So, yeah.
2: What do you think? What was your favorite episode of the six in Loki?
1: I was just thinking. I liked the uh, I liked the the penultimate, the fifth, with all like the different like Loki variants that were like stuck in that time. And I, I thought that whole like. That whole, like, wasteland that they were in, I wasn't, like, super crazy about, but I did like seeing, like, the different variants, and you had, you know, the kid Loki that, like, said he killed Thor, and, you know, the alligator Loki, and and Richard E. Grant, and all that stuff. Um, So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: What did you guys think of Lady Loki?
1: I liked her. I I thought she was good. I've never seen that actress in in anything else before, but... um...
0: I that, thought she was good. That actress. That uh, it's just it's just funny.
1: So Sophia Di Martino, right? Did I get that right? Okay. Right, right,
2: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was so funny.
2: Yeah, that penultimate episode was good. I thought the fourth episode was good too, where they both kind of she and him uh, return from. That planet they were on in the third one. Oh, yeah. I mean you got a lot of answers in that episode,
1: too. Yeah. That was a divisive one I remember, that third one, when they're just on the train for right. like most of it. Some people liked it, some people didn't. I was I was on the fence with it. I didn't really It's, didn't really, it's
2: probably my least favorite, but yeah. I still thought it was a good episode.
1: Yeah. I think there was a lot of character development in that, but
0: um I I did like when it was I think it was the first or second episode when Morbius is like like breaking down loki to get him to help and Mm -hmm. you see him starting to like feel sympathy for his mother and stuff like that like yeah that was that was kind of cool seeing he shows all different emotions his whole
1: life or like this is like what's gonna happen yeah 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 i didn't realize i mean it's funny because i feel like you don't realize how much like thor the dark world sort of like plays into some of these like you know i mean that's like probably like one of my least favorite marvel movies but i mean they brought it back in endgame they brought it back here So, I guess that whole, like, Thor's mom dying is is pretty impactful for them.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's probably, I guess, the most important aspect in that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. You don't want to see, like, a Malekith cameo in this or anything?
2: No. Got one with Sif. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But, I mean, you definitely leave this show understanding Loki better. I mean, I think even just from that first episode where he sees it, you know, because that's the thing is it starts where it's not the Loki that we've known over five, six movies. Like, you know, this is the one he Mm -hmm. takes the Tesseract in Endgame and then goes on his own branch, but yeah, not that And just explaining the whole TVA, I mean, that was really Mm -hmm. well done, I thought. They do a really good job of, you know, explaining that. Yeah.
1: I like that you bring that up, too. That's, like, the Loki that we know. Because I'll, I'll say, like, I, not that I didn't think Loki was bad in, like, the Thors that came after, you know, Avengers and, you know, all the movies that he was in, but I do think... You know, when you think about him, I think his his best role was in, like, that first Avengers movie. And to sort of go from, like, that to, like, him starting at that point in Loki was kind of cool. It's
2: definitely a way to keep him interesting, oh. um, you know, after he was obviously killed in Infinity War. Yeah,
1: yeah. Closing thoughts, so what are we expecting from a Loki season 2? Like, what? I mean, it's kind of hard to predict, just because we don't know
2: how a lot of these other...
1: Pictures coming out are going to play
2: out, but... or when it's going to come out. I what, mean, what, t- what time? Yeah, I think and it's going it... to be heavily informed by Doctor Strange too. Yeah, because which...
1: I I hear he's showing up in it. Is he
2: in the second season of Loki? Or is, no, like I, I heard up. Loki's going to be in Doctor. I've Strange. I've heard that too.
1: Those memes are really good. Where it's just like Doctor Strange and it's just like Wanda like messing with like reality and Loki messing with the timeline, <laughs> and it's just like an angry like Doctor Strange. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> But that would be cool if you can get all three of those guys like playing off each other in the next uh, in the next Doctor Strange. I think it's their plan going forward. Yeah,
2: I mean they're all pretty cool characters, and I think they're all talented. Like seeing them together would be cool. Yeah, I was. Exci- I
1: mean, I think even hearing that Doctor Strange and Wanda were going to be in the same movie was pretty exciting to hear. I feel like to see them play off with each other. But I, I definitely think I think fall twenty twenty two is when we would get, like, Loki Season 2, at least at the earliest. That's just my prediction.
2: Right. I mean, there's so many Marvel shows. Yeah. yeah. I think the only other one we're getting... I mean, obviously, as we're recording, What If is currently running, mm-hmm. but I think the only other one we're going to get for the year is Hawkeye. Yeah. Which, given yeah. that we still have three Marvel movies to come out, I mean, that's, you know... Mm-hmm. At what point is, is it too much content? But not that yeah, we wouldn't I, watch it and review it, Yeah.
1: But, I think... I think at least by May next year, I think it's just you're just gonna keep like rolling out these shows. I think you're gonna get Miss Marvel, you're gonna get She Hulk, you're gonna get Moon Knight, all just
2: within. You know. and that's you know for the longest time they were saying Miss Marvel was going to come out this year. So I mean, I'm sure no sooner yeah. is Hawkeye going to end that that's going to come out. But, jump out. but if yeah. Hawkeye's six episodes, it runs till like the last week of the year. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, that definitely won't come out till 20. Miss Marvel won't come out till 2022. 2022. And I'm sure COVID's
0: just directing a lot of this too, and like how it plays out, getting people to, to act mm-hmm. and yeah. get the people in the studio and stuff like that. So I mean, if, it, if it keeps surging or if it gets out of control again, things might get delayed again. Yeah. So I mean. I think it's just so far up in the air. I don't think it's that easy to predict.
2: I mean, these shows are sure. Like, I think obviously the production. There's like some risks, but they're like a, a sure bet when you consider people can just watch them at home if they're subscribed to Disney Plus. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I think Shang Chi. I, I guess it's probably improving with the word of mouth, but I think I saw somewhere that it's like tracking like on the same level that The Incredible Hulk did, like box oh, office wise. Which yeah, I mean, that's. How many, 13 years? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. But that's wild. But again, I'm sure it's heavily informed by COVID.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'll understand. Like, Scarlett Johansson's whole beef with Disney+. Plus. Hmm. It's like, I hate to say it, but you're probably going to get more people watching your movie from home. And not wasting their money at the box office to go and watch yeah. it. So,
1: and I was seeing a good thing where it was talking about how, like... It's almost as if, like, Scarlett Johansson is, like, the first one out of the ring. So, it's like... You know, I mean, she wasn't anticipating her movie to go to streaming. So it's like it wasn't in her contract to be like, you know, you're not going to get this money that you're is coming in through streaming. They didn't account for it. Um, so that makes but, sense. But but what I was saying was like it's almost like now that like she's the first one out of the ring, it's almost like studios are going to start like putting that in contracts. Well, like if it goes to streaming, like you make like X amount, you know. Or you, so you like don't they're make, gonna, or you don't make anything. Yeah. So like you don't have these actors like suing over like.
2: You know, and I think the difference is so like when you look at Disney Plus and HBO Max, Warner Brothers, which are like the major two mm. that really you know did like a streaming plan for theatrical films. I, I think Warner Brothers paid out a lot of their actors and talent, whereas I don't think Disney really did. No. I mean, Disney doesn't really know what they're doing. I think they they just said at this point, I think Shang Chi would come out in theaters and Disney Plus, mm-hmm. but they said it's too late to do that now. So they're, they're committed to theatrical. Yeah, so. yeah, well,
0: that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, but like contracts mm-hmm. so it, it definitely gonna change the game for actors and actresses and their contracts stuff like that like, yeah i wonder yeah. If they'll put a clause in i think we talked about this when we talked about mm-hmm. chadwick boseman dying like do you think he had it in his will or his contract to say like hey if something happens to me mm-hmm. do i have do i have control over what happens to my character yeah or do they, we don't like, know like yeah. do they write me off or do they mm-hmm. give me the carrie fisher and just do me cgi and mm-hmm. And, for those. And just the tidbits of all my past recordings and make with, and make dialogue that way with what happens, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm not an
1: expert in famous mm-hmm. people's contracts, but you I mean, know. that I've heard it described to me that way, where it's like they weren't expecting like
0: streaming to even be an option. For well, that Black makes sense. Oh, that and, makes sense. I'm starting. Yeah. I didn't even realize that whole part of it. Yeah, like if it was, if she was not promised royalties for Disney Plus and streaming. Mm-hmm. That's money that she could have had. I, I get that. Yeah. But also, your scratch Scarlett
1: Johansson. Do you yeah. really need it? And, and what they said, yeah, exactly. But they were also saying it's like she's, like, I guess Black Widow, if it was a normal release and we weren't in a pandemic, it would have made, like, X amount of money. So she, like, if it crosses, like, a certain, like, if Black Widow were to make a billion dollars, she would be promised, like, X amount of money. So, obviously,
2: that's not happening, but, you know. And Apparently, if, Disney was just never getting back to her like yeah. when they announced that <laughs> they, 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 her. they were ghosted. They ghosted her.
0: They ghosted in the shelter. Well, she has something to worry about. I think Colin Jones wears the pants in that family. He's bringing all the money in. They right. should had a baby. Did you hear just, what they named
2: it? Cosmo. Cosmo. Jeez. I mean, if Tom and Jerry was any indication, he definitely wears the pants.
1: <laughs> was uh, the cast of Tom and Jerry at the wedding, do we think?
2: And Chloe Grace Moretz probably organized it. God, <laughs> that, that's uh, still a blend that we did that we actually. Pro- I mean, we are gonna do Jerry. a review in a little bit. That I, you know, I mean, Tom that, and Jerry looks pretty yeah. good when we when you compare it to that. That that
1: always gets me though is when we had that run in the beginning of the year. <laughs> it was Nomadland. <laughs> the next week we did Tom and Jerry.
2: <laughs> Austin, well, we did a whole episode on Nomadland. <laughs> Oscar-worthy. Content, I mean, yeah. there was you know, there was the the swanky cameo at the end of Tom <laughs> <Swanky>. and Jerry. <laughs> Any right. final thoughts
0: on Loki?
1: No, I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with the season two and and sort of how. Again, I mean, the most exciting part for me was just that whole introduction to the multiverse and how it's going to affect everything. Yeah, I
0: think that's the biggest takeaway. It was the future of Marvel and the multiverse and opening up the variants and. Mm-hmm. And for anything, it gives you a good explanation, like layman's terms, like what we're, what we're dealing with now. I'm, I'm looking forward to what they have next coming up. Yeah, it's exciting.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, so this has been Post Credit Brews. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And I'm John. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye-bye. See you later. <laughs>
2: Thank you